Hey guys, Tom Ulrich and Sean Quigley here from the podcast What's Going On Here? You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And to get in touch with us, uh, just go to our Facebook page and leave a message or email us at what's going on here podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to another episode of What's Going On Here. My name is Tomo Lorick, and as usual with me, I have the young man that is sometimes known as the wheeling dealing, the kiss stealing, the horse riding, the night bashing, <laughs> woo, 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 or in honor of Ric Flair, woo, woo, the young Mr. Sean Quigley. How are you, sir? Well, very, uh, that's great. I was going to say, unless you got to Ric Flair, I was like, this is like a Ric Flair promo you play, and it, it was. <laughs> it's a little Ric Flair intro. I, I, I yeah. think I'm going to have to start calling you Sean Flair. Yeah. Because you have that. I saw that recent picture you posted on the horse. That was a lot of Flair. Oh, Ric yeah. Flair wishes he ever entered a ring looking like that. That's dude. going That's going well. That's going down well, my picture. I, I can't take any credit for that. Doesn't matter. That's. But, I, I mean, I, I can guarantee you. 90% of actors out there would wish they had a picture like that for their <laughs> fucking face, oh, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, whatever. That is a kick-ass photo. Because that just looks like... You, it looks like an alien ship is landing behind you and shining <laughs> lights on you. And you're about to challenge somebody to a duel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, if only it could have been... The only thing could have been better is there's one scene in my show... Where I'm on the horse and the same thing, but I have my sword out, like pointing oh. outwards. That would have been even better if I had my sword. Uh, if, out. Yes, if you had the sword out, it would have been, but like even like you're stancing the, the, on the horse, you're like, <laughs> yeah, what, bitch? I will fuck <laughs> you up. I mean, it's it, it's a oh, yeah. fabulous photo. Oh. I, I highly suggest <laughs> people go on Sean's page and look at it. It is really quite something. It's a little <laughs> breathtaking. I won't lie. <laughs> that was actually it was actually taken by a disgruntled knight of the realm who. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's tickled you. A disgruntled knight in the realm who um, who uh, left the company, uh, quit, and um, it had to be recently. He's a photographer. Yeah, no, but he's a photographer. He came. He came to see on the show on Sunday. Another one of our knights was leaving, and he came. It was the last show. Okay. And a whole bunch of the old knights came to oh, see him as a tribute. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the audience, and he. He brought a camera with him and he was taking pictures of the whole show. All ah. for the other night, but he caught a couple of pictures of me. But he's actually, he's a very good photographer. He does headshots. And sure. I think I'm going to ask him to do my next headshots because he does more from what I've seen. And he's a really nice guy. And he's only just starting out with photography. Okay. Um, well, that was a great... Uh, well, he's I'm very good. Talk about having an eye. That was a fantastic yeah. shot. He was a great night. He was a Ninja Warrior. He was on American Ninja Warrior. Oh, um, wow. Actually. But, um, but he got... He was gruntled and then he got disgruntled. Yeah. He was one of the best nights we had as far as like skill or technique went. He was excellent, but he just, he burned out. He's, uh, he's young. I mean, he's, he's early 20s, I guess. Early to mid 20s. And How do you burn just, out in your early 20s? It's a physical job. It's yeah, a tough, it's a, it's a, it's very physically demanding. I guess the only thing that I can think of that'd be similar to many of the times would be, would be professional wrestling. It's that same kind of thing. It's right. The, day in, day out. I think what makes it worse is the fact that no one Excuse quite me. realizes how much you're beating yourself up like, right. every day. Right. right you right. think, oh, it's fake, you know, it's entertainment, but like just every day they're just taking bumps and bruises and jumping off horses. And you'd be surprised like jumping off a horse like once a day for like, you know, six days a week for 
three years catches up to you. <laughs> I'd imagine part of you well, I... And it's, I think it's the aftercare. We had we had one night once upon a time who uh, he's not there anymore, but he was he was at, he was with the company for twenty years. He was in his forties when he left, and he he one you know one of the secrets as far as he was concerned is he used to do yoga, and you know that oh yeah, that yeah, kept yeah, him yeah the game. Yeah, but these yeah, younger yeah. guys now, you know, yoga is not you know people are like, oh I want to do yoga. They go to the gym whatever. What really? Yeah, because yeah. yoga's so popular and so ubiquitous now that most. Yeah. You you run into guys like my age and older that are just like oh, oh yeah I do yoga it's like yoga is so accepted because yeah because they're they're, they're older so they, they see the benefits but younger guys I don't know they for whatever reason not, I love yoga but a lot of these guys like these nights they just they would rather if they have time they'd rather go to the gym and just lift weights you know and it doesn't add well for when you've got a you know a very like impactful physical right job that you're doing every day they, they should talk to nfl guys those guys do yoga all the freaking time yeah just to stay flexible mm. well anyway now after that's a, a nice little uh, distraction yeah. there yeah. <laughs> um for those of you that don't know what we do on this show is we we watch a tv show movie um documentary whatever something that can be found on netflix that um or in the theaters or whatever that few people have seen or heard of um, with obvious exceptions here and there, and then we watch the middle 20 minutes of it, and we try to review what it is. If it's a foreign language, we turn up the subtitles mm-hmm. so that we really don't know what's going on and try to figure out what's going on here. And then at the same time, we l- try to review local eateries, or try to do review local eateries, and local brew when possible. Yeah. And I think so far we've had some like brews even from like California, but it's like, hey, why not? It's an interesting yeah. looking beer and... Yeah. I mean, it's within the US, so it's kind of local, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. So anyway, today's show in 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 honor of the upcoming Christmas season, we are reviewing the movie A Christmas Horror Story. Mm. Now, like that's the first thing that popped up and we're like and of course one of the actors in it is William Shatner and we're like how could we not watch something with the Shat in there? Oh yeah. I mean, honestly. And um then we are reviewing uh, the local eatery is Farmhouse Cafe and Eatery, and it has actually two locations. Uh, we got the food from the one in Creskill, 15 Madison, East Madison Avenue in Creskill, New Jersey. And the other location is 301 Center Avenue in Westwood, New Jersey. And, Sean, you had the Cowboy Burger. I did, yes. Which is cheddar cheese, bacon, barbecue sauce, and fried onions. And I had the House Roasted Turkey Club Sandwich, which is bacon, Granny Smith, apple, Brie cheese, tarragon mayo, turkey, obviously, and multigrain toast. And our beer for today, or beers, I guess it'll go along how we like, how we feel, how how the show's going along. We might do a second review just because it's 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 kind of a party month. It's yeah. like the holidays, and why this not is live the it drinking up? Drinking month. It's it kind of is. So, yeah. but today's beer is um, two one ton, which is a collaboration between Departed Souls Brewing Company. And Two Ton Brewing. Uh, I don't see if it... Does it say where Two Ton is based? Departed Brewing Company is based in Jersey City. I don't know if it says where Two Ton is based. Maybe Two Ton isn't based anywhere. They might not be. They might be They might be like the, the extra... The uh, uh, What do you call it? Um, um, niche brewers. Where a lot of times these guys... They don't have an actual location. But they partner up with different breweries. Because they have a really nice recipe. And they want to... Yeah. Get in on it and sell it. So we have the two one ton beer, which is an imperial porter with gingerbread maple syrup. And it's at eight point three percent ABV. 
And let me see if I can find what the IBUs on this is. As a porter, they might not have anything listed, but let's see what what our friends here have to say about that. Two oh one ton. I do appreciate this is the it's the second or third time we've we've um, departed souls. From departed souls. I do appreciate the size of their cans. I do like that. Yeah, the sixteen ounce cans. Yeah. You know what? I get nothing on the. Ha! Huh. I went on the untapped app and I got nothing. Hmm. Well, we're going to leave that IBU. Untapped at untapped. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to leave that blank for now. We'll try to, I'm going to update our chart of all the eateries and foods we've tried and drinks and give it to our listeners for Christmas so they can, if they they want to sample anything. You should make up your own IBUs. See if you can like put it on untapped to be like, my opinion is this. (laughs) There's two IBUs. Yes, two. Two of them. (laughs) Why not? There's 80... Thousand IBUs. <laughs> Ooh, that's a little bit better. <laughs> so anyway, let's let's uh, tap into our two one ton and see uh, what we see, mm-hmm. shall we? Oh. Uh, that's a nice sound. Oh, 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 profit. Oh, yes, gingerbread maple syrup. Oh, that's cheers. Mm. Ooh. Mm. That's kind of nice. I like that. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Taste the coffee. And at the same time, I guess that must be the gingerbread maple syrup. It tastes like somebody dropped a cookie in your coffee. Because there's there's a definite sweetness going on there. Mm. It's not particularly heavy, though. Even though it's 8.3% ABV. Oh, this is nice. I have a bit of a stuffy nose today. Uh, so you and me both. So. My palate is, isn't very deep. It's the uh, sort of drink where I'm going to taste new things as I drink it. Oh, well, hey, that's what drinking is for, my friend. Yeah. But I'm glad, from what I've tasted so far, I like it. And I'm glad, because I'm, I'm not a huge gingerbread fan. I don't really like ginger. Um, but I, for me, I can't... The gingerbread or whatever's in there, it's certainly it's not... I don't. I don't particularly taste the ginger. Like I said, I taste the sweetness. I taste more, mostly the maple syrup, and the coffee notes are strong, to me. The, the the bitterness of the coffee coming through. Yeah, I'm definitely. Well, that. I will enjoy that. I won't lie. I like these. I like these. The pie so That's it. It's a big can. It's very full. This was like. It was almost like. Yeah, 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 exactly. I like that. They really, yeah, they don't skimp on, on the no. filling process. Really nice. I like it. Mm. So, all right, so now to our Christmas horror story. Now, this was obviously an American-made movie, mm. Canadian, whatever, so there are no subtitles. I, I, that's the latest switch that we tried to look for. Is it dubbed over in Spanish, and should we put it on <laughs> Spanish just for the extra comedy effect? Yeah. No dice. It, it, nah. it wasn't happening. So, we got into the middle 20 minutes. So, the, the movie was listed at an hour and 38. So, the middle of the movie is about 49 minutes. So, we start at minute 39 and watch it to minute 59. So, the movie picks up, or at least where we start watching. It shows a kid with a set of headphones... And he has, he's in a room with like mannequins, oddly enough. Mm. 
And right away, you know, it's a horror movie, so it's just like, why do teenagers always end up... And this looked like... I don't know what it was. Was it an old abandoned school? An old school, it looked like? I, Possibly a nunnery? I guess. I yeah, mean, no, yeah, some kind of... Some kind of Catholic school or nunnery or something. Because there, because there were crosses on the wall. Uh, yeah, okay. Later, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And so there's a kid with headphones on, and he has a microphone on, and it almost looks like they're looking for haunted spirits or whatever. Mm. So it's a kid, a white kid, with a girl. She's also white, ginger hair, pretty girl. And she's holding a candle, and two of them are talking, and all of a sudden he hears voices, and he puts his headphones on, and he's like, do you hear that? And the little light meter on his equipment starts going off. And there's another kid with them, an Asian American kid, and he's going to the bathroom. So he's got a huge stick, and they all like the, the the two boys have flashlights. The girl has a candle. He goes off to the bathroom, and it's just like ah, uh, right away the trope. We're just like you know what? It's just the way these movies are made. If you're a minority, you're biting the dust. It's just oh, a matter yeah. you of you go time. Off on your own. It's yeah, like you're, you're done. Yeah, and he's going to the bathroom, and he walks into the bathroom, and the first thing he says is. Oh, what's that smell? And you're like, oh, that's your pants in about three minutes, guy. Because yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, so we're all ready for like him to get slaughtered because we're already like a good half hour into the forty minutes into the movie. Yeah. Well, he's peeing. Then they go back to the scene with the with the kid with the headphones and the girl, and he says, do you, "Again, he was like, kind of like, do you hear that?" And she's no. And then he goes, it stopped. And it's like, of course, everyone's like hushed tones, whatever. And he takes his headphones off. And then she looks up and over his shoulder, I couldn't quite tell if it was a bloodied mannequin head or was it supposed to be a kid? It was supposed to be a kid. Was it a kid? So there's a bloodied kid's head over the boy's shoulder and the girl starts screaming and freaking out. And the kid in the bathroom hears it, and he's like, oh, and he grabs his, like, stick. He, he had just finished, he was just washing his hands. And, of course, they're doing that, like, the various shots. They're showing a little vent here, a little vent there. So you, as a trained horror movie aficionado, you're like, something's going to come out of one of these holes and just freaking rip his throat out. Nothing happens. So he hears a scream. He grabs his, like, staff. It looked like a bow staff almost, but, like, too heavy. Like, it's one of those things that... That it's like, unless you have superpowers, it's just absolutely, ridiculously impractical for you to be wielding this as a weapon. Because <laughs> it probably weighs 10 pounds. And as you know, and you like, I mean, you guys have the, the dull swords, uh -huh. but what do the swords weigh? Like three, four pounds? Yeah, they're not heavy. Right. But I mean, standard swords really shouldn't be more than five pounds. Yeah. But I mean, and you think like, well, what's that? That's no big deal. It is no big deal to just carry around five pounds when it's a little dumbbell or uh -huh. in a bag. Yeah. But when you have it extended to four feet of length, and now you have to hold it out, mm. that five pounds kind of turns into 15 pounds, oh, yeah. and, and, you know, and you're swinging and that force and all that, you get tired really fast. So, like, to see his staff, which is basically the thickness of a baseball bat from bottom to top, and it was easily, like, a five-foot staff, yeah, a four-foot yeah, yeah. staff, he, the guy grabs it, runs back to the room where he hears the screaming, and the girl is on the floor convulsing. Because the boy didn't see anything. She just saw it. And she's on the floor convulsing. And they're like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Cuts to the scene. Cuts to the next scene. The next scene is... Was it the people in the forest? Or was it the woman taking a shower? Uh, I think it was the woman in the, in the shower. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because, so they show a woman, and here's an African-American lady, and she's in the shower with the shower curtain. And right away, again, horror movie trope, and we're like, oh, she is so dead. Like, in five, five seconds, she's dead. Yeah. So, she showers, she, nothing's happening so far, we're like, okay. She gets out the shower, she's drying her face, and then she looks in the mirror, and she goes, ah! and she turns around and covers herself, and there's a little boy watching her. Uh-huh. And she's like, what are you doing here? Get out. Yeah, kind of. And and covers herself like almost fearfully, like, why are you watching me kind of stuff. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Which in of itself is odd. So, like, at first I was like, is she seeing a ghost? But she knows, she called, what was it, Will was the boy's name, I think? Something, let's say it was Something. Will, forget it, yeah. So she's a Will, go to bed. I was like, okay. So he goes and leaves, and you're like, okay, she didn't die, obviously. And, um... She goes then, and there's the husband, I guess, at this point. It's kind of unclear who's who, mm-hmm. like in the scene. We, we, we're not sure. And the way the scene is sold is like a little bit almost too casual, like their interactions. They're not that much familiar as opposed to they are casual. Yeah. And she goes out and she's like, uh, we need to see... She started talking about the kid, like we need to see a doctor, or was she saying we need to see a doctor for you? That's the other part I didn't get later. For him, I think. For him. Yeah. He was like, why does he need a doctor? And he's, and I forget the actor's name, but I've seen him in in lots of stuff. Um, And he's just kind of like sitting on the couch, enjoying himself, and then he tries to like make a move on her, because she's fresh out the shower, and she's like, not tonight. And he's like, oh, damn it, grumpy pants. And over the voice, you hear William Shatner, over the voice, over the radio, you hear William Shatner, and then it shows scenes that keep cutting back here and there to William Shatner. He's a radio DJ, and he's kind of cranky because he's doing a double shift in the Christmas station again, and he's just chatting on the radio. Mm-hmm. And that that's the one that I never understood. I never had, like, just the radio, radio on in my family, in my life, on for Christmas dinner like music yeah sure you yes. know like records and and and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and tapes and whatever it is you know now it's like with the pandoras and your your whatever listening to spotify whatever you're listening to sure for background music but never an actual commercial radio station on unless unless there's some special thing going on that somebody's interested and usually if there's some special thing going on it would be me who's interested mm. and i'm not listening to it like and making my whole family listen to it i'm just in my room you know as a kid as a grown-up i've never done that i don't know no, no i've not no um no i mean in england i think well that was the other thing is like i've for pretty much all i can remember in my life christmas day radio is all pre-recorded like, that's the thing. Like, right. there's no live person. No, no, why? Why would why? there be? Yeah. When you just re-record it. Because that, that's all... Because I, I remember hearing radio on Christmas Day, and that... Because it's pre-recorded, and sometimes you'd have cool little things, like they would have, like, a, a special guest co-hosting on Christmas Day or something, because they're not actually co-hosting. They're right, 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 right. Or something. All right, so, so I remember hearing that, I guess. But there was definitely no, like, live guy, DJ, just on the radio that people listening to. That doesn't... No. Strike. No. Because what's the point? Why? What what is the point? Because they'd have to pay him more because it's Christmas Day. Right. Just, why would you do that? Just have him record it a week before, not pay him any extra. Exactly. There you go. Excuse me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, anyway. So, she goes off to bed and, and that's done. 
Then it cuts to a family coming down a little like hill, walking through the woods. And it's mom, dad, brother, sister, brothers, I don't know, 11, 12 years old maybe. Sister's a teenager, she's easily 16, 17 years old, something like that. Dad's got a, a, a roadside flare that's kind of lighting their way. Yeah. And they're like, we should have stayed in the car. And he says, well, if you remember, I guess their car broke down and they're looking for help. And he says, if you remember, I clearly offered you guys the, the chance to stay in the car. And then the daughter says in a snarky way, because of course teenagers always have to be assholes and they can't just be normal people. Even though most people that teach teenagers will tell you that teenagers are assholes. <laughs> um, and the teenager says, yeah, well, you know, w mom and I could have stayed in the car, but then we would have been target for any, like, horny hillbilly that could have come and raped us. And it's like, okay, well, <laughs> way to make friends in the South. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, or anywhere where there's hills, I should say. I shouldn't even say the South. That would have been a great moment for a horny hillbilly who's just <laughs> coming over the hill, who was, who was about to do something, who then heard that, who just got introspective for a second. <laughs> right. Was like, and just went home. Oh. <laughs> Started up his snowmobile and went to <laughs> the fuckers in the forest. <laughs> right. Am I that predictable? <laughs> 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 exactly right. Exactly right. So Merry Christmas to you too. <laughs> Goddamn Yankee. So anyway, so um they're walking. And then the father's it's just some like inane chatter. And I I don't remember what they were talking about. Something inconsequential. It's like, you know, the the family quote unquote family dynamic. And then the father, all of a sudden you hear this like sound. And he gets hit and gets flung like some 10 feet. And his flare goes off into the woods somewhere. And they're like, family appropriately freaks out. Like, oh my god, dad! And they run over and they look down. And I mean, they're like, you're hit! He, and he's, you know, kind of bewildered. And you know what? That was good direction. That was good acting. Because, yes, like, you're just confused. Like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened. It was... Is like, and, and he looks up at them. He's like, did I get shot? And they're like, you're bleeding. Are you okay? And you look down. And he actually has a hell of a gap. I don't know if the makeup department just had extra budget. Yeah. I, it was very bloody. Someone is having fun. There's someone someone is, is fun. going like, yeah, I get to make a big old gash. <laughs> I mean, it was like... if It doesn't he was... seem to tally with the general scene. <laughs> no. Cause, right. Because the way he's responding. Because he's like, did I get shot as if like he got shot with a 22 caliber weapon? Yeah. When it looks more like a 50 cal shot him. <laughs> he was he... acting as if someone shot him with a gun and grazed him. Like the bullet didn't go in him. Right, 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 right. grazed right. him. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, ah. but the amount of blood was there was incongruous towards yeah. his reaction. You're right. The blood there, like I said, it, that looked like a Magnum 45 or a 50 cal like, shot him and left a hole in the spine, like let alone. It was like he got harpooned. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. It did look like he got harpooned. You're right. <laughs> and so they're like, oh my God. And they're like, quick, call somebody. 911. You know, of course, they're in the woods. Typical horror movie trope. They're in the woods. Nobody knows what's going on. There's no cell phone signal because mountains. And um, and so they're like, oh my God. And the kid goes off walking. I think the kid's name was Duncan, wasn't it? Yes, Because I remember thinking Duncan. like, how very Scottish Duncan. for this tragedy character to be named yeah. Duncan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Duncan goes walking off and he's like, whoa. And the mother's like, Duncan, come back here. Duncan, come back here. And Duncan wisely goes to retrieve the flare. Because, like, where the father landed, of course, he got tossed. Yeah. Like I said, something like 10 feet. 
The flare went flying out of his hand, appropriately so. Woo! Right, yeah. Woo-hoo! And landed somewhere in the snow. So the kid was like, let me go get the flare, because this is our only source of light in this forest. And he's like, whoa. And he picks up the flare, and he raises it up. And it it basically looked like a chain, and the way the sound was made, like a chain, yep. like, rattled and basically clamped around his ankles, yanked him off his feet, and just dragged him off somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so... The mother and the daughter see this, and they go, Ah! Duncan! And they go running after him. He gets dragged off somewhere. They just leave the dad in the snow. Like, oh, yeah. Like, who's kind of doing these halfway between crunches and sit-ups <laughs> the whole time, which I'm like, just like, dude, this is the worst thing. The worst thing you could be doing is pumping the blood out of your system <laughs> by trying to get up all the time. And he's shot in the abdomen, and he's literally like a fitness video. He's just like, eh, 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 eh. I'm going to like, dude, keep doing these stupid sit-ups. So they go running, and they're like, Duncan, Duncan, and they're screaming, and Duncan, and... Mother and daughter are screaming and looking everywhere frantically. Of course, they can't see him anywhere. And then, of course, something comes up from behind them. And they both just jump out of their skins. And it's the dad. He can walk. And you're like, oh. It's like, wait a minute. And that was the first thing I said to you. This dude was, like, bleeding really profusely to just, like, get up and walk. But I guess, Mm. you know, the whole parent instinct kicks in. Let me, what happened to my son? What happened to my child? Let me go see. You know. Okay, I'll buy that. So they grab him, and they run off, and they find, like, a church in the middle of the woods. Yeah, I don't know what congregation this is serving. <laughs> the Bigfoot congregation, the maybe? The rapist hillbillies. <laughs> the rapist hillbillies, maybe. Right. And so they go into the church, and they sit him down, and the father's sweaty, mm. but still, like, <laughs> the way he's talking. And this is, so the makeup department got really happy with the blood. But they didn't do so... Now, part of it might have been the lightning that I didn't see. They didn't do so well with the facial makeup. Now, they have him sweating, which of course he would be. But he should be really pale at this point. Mm. Because, I mean, he got shot, stabbed, harpooned, whatever it was, with a lot of blood coming out. Yeah. You know, so... I think they'd be worrying more. Because it was snowing, so there would be blood everywhere. Like, it'd be very obvious. Yes, yes. So... Uh, well, maybe, I guess maybe that's what it is. It's not so bad because it's really cold outside, so it's like keeping everything a little like closed up. Packed it in. Packed like, it in. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, who knows? Maybe he like put some snow or, you know, put a little butter on it. Yeah, kind of packed it in, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they get into the church, and the daughter grabs a stick and like bars the door. Yeah. Like, because w- when mother and daughter were yelling after Duncan, she was. Of sense enough to reach down and grab like a branch, a fairly sturdy branch, uh-huh. not quite the size of a baseball bat, but pretty good. It's like, okay, this girl knows that there's trouble, obviously, because dad got shot and little brother got like doinked off to somewhere. Yep. And, and you know, which led me to believe that, okay, this girl has seen a horror movie or two. She knows what she's doing because they get in the church, they close the door. And and she barricades the door, and they're sitting there talking, and she's like, "You okay? Can you walk?" And he's like, and the dad's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I can walk." I said, "Of course he can walk. He just like got himself up <laughs> and walked over to you guys and came into the church. He can walk. He's fine at least until they find the son, and then he's gonna drop dead. Yeah. But that's a different story altogether." So from there it goes to a scene in some building, and out walks a dude looking very much like an Eastern European Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And Eastern European, I say because. His hair wasn't quite so white. It was kind of like a dirty gray white. And he had that look that... that he, yeah, he had such a European face. He did. He, he very much looked... 
he, he didn't look like the jolly Saint Nick that you would see like here <laughs> no. in the U.S. And uh, you know, well, unless of course you include Dan Aykroyd in like trading places, like that kind of he kind of had that kind of look about him. You know, <laughs> he had a very Slavic look about him, and even the clothes, the embroidery looked Yik. like spelled like N, N- V J E K. Okay, okay. I'll take know. that. That was mine. I was like, well, I don't know what you do over there. And Nick, Europe. Well, I'll take it. Why not? Yeah. So, um, like I said, the clothes were kind of embroidered, and he looks he looks like a dude you don't want to mess with. And yeah. he has like a staff that I guess is supposed to be Santa's staff, and has a little like embellished curve on top, but it's dripping with blood. So, you know, Santa's been doing some shit already. Oh, so, it's yeah. like, this is bad. So it's Santa like a walks shepherd's in, crook. Yeah, it's like a sh- right, like a shepherd's crook. And he walks into an elevator, and it was closing down. And then, of course, you hear, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh no!" And Santa's in the back of the elevator. He's like, "Was it Sparky?" Was the first one? Sparkle. Sparkles. Spar- was it Sparkle? Yeah, he goes Sparkle. And <laughs> and this little person turns a corner with this like you know zombie face and all these like piranha like teeth and saying all sorts of shit and he's like I'm sorry Sparkles and <laughs> Santa presses the elevator button and it goes to close and Sparkles gets there just in time and opens the elevator door and he runs into the elevator and then three more elves come in charging at Santa and then there's two more and the elevator doors closed they didn't get there in time so I think three or four got in the elevator with Santa. And the elevator doors close, <laughs> and then two more throwing themselves on the elevator door, and it looks very, very comical. Just jumping. Just jumping. For no like, reason. Yes. <laughs> and slapping themselves into the elevator door, <laughs> as if that would be more effectual. Yes. That's the one that I, I never understood in, the, in these horror movies. Why always these people that are enraged, whether they're zombies or whatever, they have enough sense to chase you down a hallway, up the stairs... Through fire, th- through windows, in a sewer, they can track you. But somehow, when you put a barricade in front of them, they never stop two seconds. And go, you know what? Let's take the stairs again yeah, yeah. And, and 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 find the guy either downstairs or upstairs. No, but it's instead... like a Roomba. They're just like dunk, 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 dunk. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Which Roomba? Have you figured that out yet? Because that's really fucking annoying. It's just like <laughs> give the freaking thing a laser and let them plan out the freaking room and get it done in like twenty minutes. That's supposed to three hours. I have a Roomba. It's supposed to do that. It's supposed to have some sort of laser. I have one too. It no. doesn't work. No, it's so ridiculous. No, my cat turns it on. Half the time. <laughs> My cat goes, stands on it, turns it on, goes, what the fuck's happening? Every time. And then I come home and the Roomba's not in its dock. I'm like, where's the Roomba? It's lost again. <laughs> it's lost again. And because it's it been running for later. four hours. Yeah. It's under the bed. Again, yes. it's under the bed. <laughs> yes. Well, I, like I said, I have a Roomba too. And you sit there for 20 minutes and it literally circles the same spot for 20 minutes. <laughs> because it's all a leg. Let me turn left. Oh, there's a wall. Let me turn left. Oh, there's another leg. Let me turn left. Oh, it's like, so I've gotten like in order to be somewhat efficient I take all the chairs out of the dining room and put them in the living room and then I put the Roomba on the dining room slash kitchen floor and then let it go and then that vacuum all the crumbs you know little onion peels whatever's there it gets it all that does work I feel like in my case the time it would take me to prepare my uh, <laughs> kitchen or wherever for the Roomba, I could have just cleaned it myself <laughs> just, uh, well, without yeah. a Roomba. Yes. It's yes. kind of like, it's like 
it's the equivalent of cleaning because you've got a maid coming around and you don't yeah, want to right, 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 right. clean yeah. the maids coming. Roomba, yeah, I remember years ago, uh, there was some other competitor, now there's a bunch of them, but there was another like robotic vacuum manufacturer and one of their magazines rated them and said actually they're much better because it has a laser grid and basically like shoots the laser in all directions, kind of like one of those uh, uh, room size lasers that contractors use and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it maps everything out, including all the obstacles. And then the algorithm has it run the most efficient route to vacuum everything and get it done. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's a battery. It's not It's not indefinite power. You don't want it to, like, vacuum half the freaking room and end because it's been just jerking around the freaking coffee table for 20 minutes. Yeah. And that's what it pretty much does. It's like, Roomba, get your shit together. Anyway, this has been brought to you by the People's Coalition Against Roomba. iRobot. So, shouldn't known it was an issue. The second the company's called iRobot. Yeah, yeah. You're asking for trouble. You're I don't know why they trouble. decided yes. to... Where's Will Smith when you need him? Doing fucking Suicide Squad. <laughs> That's what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is doing, unfortunately. Committing just, career I, I don't suicide know what happened. Squad. It's like, I, I gotta talk to Will. You need a new agent or something. It's like, he had a string of good movies, and then it's like, it seems like every movie he's done has been crap. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, since like Men in Black 2... Has there been anything good that he did? I mean, I enjoyed three. I thought three was fun. I didn't watch it. Oh, I thought three was fun. He did that terrible was film fun. with his son. Oh, M. that's Night right. That's, that, film. Uh, that yeah, that that was supposed to be garbage. I didn't see that, but that was supposed to be terrible. Uh, yeah, he's, no, he's just done. Just just. Crap. He's done that movie. He's Hancock done was the last good movie he did. I think I quite like Hancock. Yeah, I thought Hancock was good. Yeah, I thought I thought that take was actually very, very good. Yeah, but anyway, so where were we? Uh, oh, church. Yeah, they barricaded themselves, talking to Dad. Let's go. Then they go to the scene. I think they go to William Shatner, who talks some more. Then they go back to the house. Uh, uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> they go back to the house with the uh, African American woman who showered. Yeah, and chased her kid away. And she's in bed. Now, she rejected her husband. He's sleeping on the couch. And in fact, I shouldn't say husband, because at this point, you don't know if they're married or not. No. Because you don't know, like, and you even said it. We thought the kid was his kid, because of the way she reacted yeah. with him in the shower. The way she acted was very like... Like, that's not my kid, and this is very inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. And the kid looked to be, I don't know, seven, eight years old. So she goes to bed. And then the camera shot is of her in bed, but you see her from kind of like the shoulder down and you see like the, the comforter on the bed. And then you see a lump come up and we just start laughing because it's like, it's almost like Jaws on, under the bed sheets kind of stuff. And it comes up and it comes up and it comes up and you see her, she's like, uh, and then it goes like kind of hovers where the lump is, hovers around her midsection. And she just makes this like, Moni, like she's having a wet dream kind of thing, uh-huh. and like she's having an orgasm kind of, and she even they showed a scene where she grabs the sheets, like clenches her fist around the sheets, and I was like, oh no, it's not the sun that's doing this, is it? You are freaking out appropriately, oh. so because you're like, no, please, no, 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 <laughs> and you see a little hand go and about to squeeze her boob, and she goes, <gasps> and she sees a little hand, and then like, like the door closes. And she freaks out, and now she thinks, because she was saying earlier that they should take the boy to the doctor because something's not right with him. Mm. 
And she goes to his bedroom and sees him. Why is it in the horror films like this where everyone's so tiptoeing around kids behaving weirdly? <laughs> Why does anyone not turn around and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Wait a minute. What, what, to be fair, we get to that. <laughs> we get to that. So <laughs> she walks into the bedroom and sees the boy in bed and like rubs herself like it's cold. And then she looks and the window is wide open. Now, this is like Christmas Eve, I guess. Mm. And so she goes and closes the window. And then when she closes the window, the reflection in the window is not of the kid's face, but of this, like, just skull with glowing eyes. This, like, odd-looking thing with glowing eyes. And then she walks out of the bedroom, and she goes back to bed. Then again, it goes to... Oh, now it comes back to the kids in the... Catholic school, nunnery, seminary, whatever it was that they were in, yeah. where the three of them for, you know, like every horror movie, kids get hairs up their asses and want to investigate something in the middle of the night with without telling anybody where they are or why they're doing this. Yeah. So we go back there and um, let's see. Oh, so the show... The guy who went to the bathroom, the Asian-American kid, he's just like sprawled out on a chair sleeping. And then all of a sudden a flashlight flashes in his eye. And he gets up and he's like, huh? And you go, don't see who it is. And you're, and this movie, whoever this director was, every scene has made you to believe, they, they, they tease you the whole time. Every scene they're making it like, okay, someone's going to die now. Someone's going to die now. Because like, it has all the classic Horror movie tropes, but then they just, like, nothing happens. He just kind of, like, lets it go. Like, no, 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 not now, not now. I'm just leading you on here, not now. So you see the light, and you're like, oh, the apparition's gonna kill the guy, whatever it is. So he says, is that you? And finally you see the flashlight gets close enough to see who's holding it, and it's the girl who was having convulsions earlier. Uh They, like, never went back to them, and, like, they were all past it. Like, nothing resolved, like... Is she okay? You know, I, I don't remember seeing anything where, where they went back to them to figure out what happened with her convulsions. Did she calm down no. and then the two of them passed out from exhaustion? Nothing. No. So she wakes the dude up and, and he gets, and the other kid who was listening is on the floor passed out, like sleeping. Yeah. So she says, come with me. No, she says, come. <laughs> and the camera shot right before she says, come. The camera shot is very suggestive because the camera shot is from it's it's a frog's eye perspective from below her like skirt like and she's got like it's not a mini skirt per se but it's high enough above the knees that it's not like a just like a standard skirt uh-huh. like it's like maybe a hand's breadth above the knees right like a jean skirt and she's and then they show her face she says come and he's like what and we're like what Ooh. yeah exactly. And she says, I need to show you something. He's like, okay, what is it? So he, he gets up and he says, and he says all the, the stuff. He's like, are you okay? We were worried about you. We didn't know what's happening with you. Uh, you know. So he decides to follow her. She says, I need to show you something. So she goes ahead of him. And she's humming a tune. And it's like, right away. It's like, dude. If you've known somebody for a long time and they just start humming tunes for no reason while telling you to follow them, just turn around, go home, call, call your parents, <laughs> do something because, you know, like you said, a lot of these things, why is incongruous behavior is never called out? It's like, wait a minute, what? Stop, what are we doing here? Why, what, what? <laughs> so 
He goes out in the hallway. He's like, where are you going? And then you see a door, like, further down the hallway just kind of close. And you see, like, her legs going through it as it closed. And it's like, okay, this isn't creepy as fuck. But he's like, hey, wait for me. And he follows her. She's humming the tune. He opens up the door. Again, you're thinking, he's going to get it now. And then there's a room with, like, two old military-style, like, beds. Like, with a the, with the, with the steel uh, frame. And mm-hmm. one bed is just the spring. And one bed has a mattress on it. And she has her back to him. And she's, and she pulls her sweater off, and she's got a shirt underneath, and she turns around and does this, like, very suggestive, sexy pose. He's like, are you all right? What are you doing? And she's like, mmm. And, and she looks at him like, mmm. And he's like, are you serious? And, of course, <laughs> I said to you, this is what they get right in the teenage, in these, like, horror movie tropes. A teenage boy. If a girl starts undressing, I don't care how demonically possessed or what the scary situation is, and she goes, looks like, we should get it on, every teenage boy will be like, yeah, you know what, we have time for this. This is, this, this sounds yeah. like a good idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she basically, like, gets on her knees and starts unzipping his pants. He's like, hey, wait, are you serious? We can't do this. I have a girlfriend. And I was like, all right, you lost me now, because that would have been total bullshit. That doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't like, work. In this horror movie, like, legitimately, if I could go back in time to me being, like, a teenager, being whatever age that's supposed to be, I mean, I'm sure he's older than he's playing, maybe, like, 17 or... 15, 16, yeah, yeah whatever. That age, and... It, or in a scary spooky situation, some girl who's not unattractive <laughs> right, right. starts just undressing and like wanting to do stuff. If if someone like came out, if like a lawyer comes out of the shadows and says to me, right, there's creepy stuff going on and you know what? You're probably going to lose at least a finger, <laughs> if not half of your hand in this <laughs> next thing. However, what? you are going to get some action here. Yeah. I, will you sign off on this? <laughs> yes. I would legitimately be like, Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. I a think finger? so. Finger? Will, yeah. I, I don't need a finger. Fine. That's fine. Yeah. I got nine others. What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That that point they got right. And then he's like... <laughs> Vagina dentata. Vagina dentata. <laughs> well, I can pretend I'm not pushing and then I can sue her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, then he says, we can't do this. I have a girlfriend. And I'm just like... You're in a haunted seminary, nunnery, Catholic school, whatever. But that's just nobody's around. Your friend is sleeping on the floor somewhere a very long distance away. Who's gonna know? An Asian guy. That's the movie trap as well. The desexualized Asian guy. Yes. Like you know, Asian characters can't be like you know they're like made to be unsexualized in films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no. No, no. I I, I, I have to be the honest guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If he was a good player with like a varsity jacket. Sure. No, no, he would have been done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for sure. In a heartbeat. You're right. Yeah, but which is which was an odd choice because he was like the muscular. He was obviously the tough kid of the bunch. Yeah. Like there was a three of them, but he obviously took himself as a protector because he was kind of well built. He was a little bit muscular. Carried around a ridiculously huge freaking pole that he was carrying around. And yeah, so right. Why do they? I can taste the gingerbread now. By the way, that's can you? It's kicked in. I knew this would happen. I get to my, you know, okay, halfway down. Yeah, that's and that's it, nice. I like it. it. I was gonna say, is it turning your stomach now? Or no, no, no. It's good. It's it's you know, it's added depth. I especially get this with with porters and stouts as well. I'll take you know about halfway before I start to find new layers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get sent to my screwed up nose. As well, yeah, I, yeah, 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 I hear you. And my head needs to like adjust to it. 
Yeah. And that's weird. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, so he says, no, we can't do this. I have a girlfriend. And she has, and this is like, obviously, she's possessed by something. Mm. This is what, you know, if you watch a horror movie, you know this. Because the look on her is not a look that people give each other unless they're psychotic. Yeah. Or like really strung out on something. Because mm. she gives him this look like, it's not disappointment, yet it's not anger. Yet it's not, I'm okay with this. Like, it's promising everything and nothing at the same time. It's like, I will punish you for this. It's like, I'm a succubus and I want to take your life force. Right, right, right. So why are you turning me down? It's like, I don't get why you're turning me down. Mm. So, yeah. Um, then it goes back to the family house with uh, uh, the little spooky kid. And the wife and the husband. The husband gets... Uh, he's napping, obviously, on the couch. And again, we still don't know that he's the husband at this point. Because he gets up and he looks over at the... Underneath the Christmas tree. And all the presents have been ripped open. And one that looks like... It looks like it was like a bottle of perfume that he bought for the wife is busted. And he's like, where is he? He, like, gets up and... He, and he, He's looking for the boy. And the, the, the woman walks in. And she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, did you do that, huh? And he pushes her out the way. takes his belt off and starts walloping her. So now the situation is where we're both like, okay, so that must be her son. Because she's jumping to defend him. And he must be like a stepdad. And the whole time it's like, no. that's Then, then we find out a little bit later. No, they're married and that's supposed to be their son. Mm. And, and the, the, the familial interaction is just not there. No. And like I said, I don't know if There's that's... There's no chemistry on any of those characters. None of them seem like they have a relationship that... No, 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 no. And, and I don't know if that was the direction that the script took, the, the director took, the actors... T- I... I had the sense... I had the sense based on the just lack of chemistry in all three... Right. Is that they were just thrown together. They just met each other like that day quite yeah either that or they were getting paid like hardly no money for this film and they just didn't care and they were like literally just turned up <laughs> just let me just finish in and out <laughs> we're doing this whole film in two days <laughs> maybe. and they had no time to maybe yeah so anyway so the father like pushes the the, the mother out the way and whacks the kid with a belt a couple of times she jumps in and says get away get out blah 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 he was like did you see what he did under the christmas tree and she's like, no, you get out. So he goes and and uh, goes to the living room. Goes back to William Shatner for a little bit. Um, and goes... Uh, is this when we go back to uh, Father Christmas? Yes, yes, yes. This is when we go back to... Yes, yes, yes. And the elevator door opens. And there's just dismembered elf bodies everywhere. And his oh, yeah. crook is just like even, even uh, 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 more bloodied. But he looks, he looks like, not like a bad guy, but more like an avenging angel. Like, there's mm. shit that needs to be done. I really don't want to do it. But I have to do it because there's no one else to do it. Yeah, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like a Hellboy Santa Claus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah, kind of like that, right. And he walks out, and apparently, on the floor that he walks out, he's been doing some ass-kicking already. Because there's a bloodied elf on the ground. And this one's name was Sparkle? 
sleepy like twinkle or twinkle or something and he calls him a big what was it heavy <laughs> dive like a big glowing christmas cunt or something like <laughs> yeah. that yeah <laughs> like and it's and it's in like it's in like voice, voice. or voice app from like your phone voice. <laughs> yes that's right it's totally <laughs> like that it's like ah you're fat christmas cunt we're gonna see what you have to do <laughs> yeah <laughs> so and, and and apparently because these are his co-workers for generations Santa looks at him and he says I'm so sorry Twinkle I know it's not your fault and he takes the crook and basically cuts the head off then it goes back to the apartment with the family with the parents and the, and the little creepy boy and the father is at, at the table and he's just like got like a bottle of scotch bourbon whatever some kind of hooch that he's pouring into a glass and drinking it by the glass load. And he's opening up files and showing all these like dead, dismembered kids. And I, so the, 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 he's a cop, mm. obviously. And um, he has a gun on the table. And <laughs> this is, I don't understand this. Why is it every, and, and you know what? I have some cop friends and I should ask them if like when they come home and they decide to drink themselves silly for whatever reason, because I'm not going to judge that because I've done that too. <laughs> But isn't it a necessity to pull out your gun and put it on the table just to make it that much more fun? I, why is the gun on the table? You're drinking. Does it make the booze taste better? Uh, just does, looking at the gun. Just look, does it give you a heart on? I mean, I don't know why the gun is on the table. There's, there's no reason for it. It's just there. And there's no explanation in between. This, it, it's, I, I have feel to like say, usually in the cop trope it's there because it's like, it's, it's the... The dicing with death game of the kind of like, any moment now I could reach for this gun and end it all. Put it in my uh, mouth or uh, shoot my dick <laughs> off. <laughs> Something. Yeah, or shoot some other fucking person. <laughs> Whatever. If, if my neighbor <laughs> hits on the ceiling from below, I'm just unloading the fucking floor. <laughs> so, in the meantime, the phone rings. And apparently dad's not picking up the phone. The mom picks up the phone. And some guy's like, are you home? Or no, is this the whatever residence? And she's like, yes. Who are you? A uh, concerned neighbor. Don't worry about it. And he goes on to tell her that when they went to a grove to pick out a Christmas tree, you're on my land. You shouldn't have been there. I saw your license plate. Uh, but your kid got lost in that grove. Your kid is still in that grove. What you have there is a changeling. And she's like, "What? Don't call me anymore." And yeah, but, but like you said, if you, could, you if you were, please recall what you were saying when that was happening. Yeah, no, it, it, that, that sort of thing happens. It happens in horror movies all the time, and creepy weirdos ring you up and say this stuff, and be like, "Oh, if someone even attempted to 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 say anything like that to me, I would, I would immediately just be like, "What the fuck are you? T- what?" Go, go away. <laughs> Why are like, you even on my phone? Like, no. No, I'm not taking that. Like, I, don't, I, I mean, in life, I don't take weird stuff like that. <laughs> I'm at the point now where I even, like, I don't... This is what I, I don't even like it when, like, if, like, a homeless person on the street gives me mouth. I don't like it. I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I don't know what your narrative is in your mind where you're like, you can just be fucking weird to me and I just have to let you do it because I in my mind I'm supposed to say well there are just some people out there that aren't normal I'm like no well you can't just be weird with me what are you being weird what's wrong with you what, what have I done like you know I'm not a fan of that rubbish so 
<laughs> so, so I'm gonna make a wild gander, and you're not gonna be doing any like homeless charities this <laughs> holiday season. <laughs> oh, I'm fine with homeless people. I just don't like it when they, when they, you know, when they. I mean, it happens a lot more in this country. It's different. Homeless people in this country are a lot different. Where like, I don't know if they, if genuinely like, it is like there are more religious homeless people, or just they think it's more ammunition. I hate the whole God bless God Jesus bullshit there's always anytime it goes accompanied with someone asking for money it's always like yes. it's oh. All, oh god bless you or like oh thank you you know I'm not in Jesus I'm like, what the fuck are you keep talking about God and Jesus for like A I don't believe you or uh, what, what are you talking about I, I used to be I used to be a lot more obnoxious as a young man and I remember coming home this is a long time ago when Port Authority wasn't quite the shopping center that it is now oh yeah uh, uh um and I remember getting on the bus, coming to New Jersey. Well, I'm still in New York at a Port Authority station, and one of the guys comes up to me, "Hey, man, you got a quarter? You got a quarter for some food?" I said, "You get." And I turned to him. <laughs> I don't know what just crawl up my ass to do it, but I just like turned to him. I said, "You know where you could get, you could get food for a quarter?" He was like, "Yeah." I said, "Man, I got a dollar fifty. Let's go. We'll feast." And he's like looking at me like, "What?" I'm like, "You said you could get food for a quarter. I could get a." Eight meals, come on, let's go. <laughs> Seven, six meals, whatever it was. And he's just like, man, fuck you, man. Yeah. <laughs> I just walked away laughing. But I'm just like, and I think about it, I'm like, man, I'm lucky he didn't just like knock yeah. my lights out. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I don't like being played. I don't like people playing me. I don't like salesmen. Yeah. I don't like the being played thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. what I don't like about what that goes with homelessness. It's, not to, it's nothing to do with homelessness. Right. It's all to do with begging. What I don't like about the begging element is when there's just a layer of bullshit. Yeah. I'm like, stop bullshitting me. Like, I know, like, it's... it For most people, every the majority of people that give homeless people money are the sort of people that just don't want to think about the reality of life. Right. Why you got in that situation or what's going on. They just want to give you money, feel good about themselves, go home to their family. Like, they don't want to think about it. I, on the other hand, I'm a little more clued up. Like, I've, I've more idea about what goes on in the world and what people are like. Right. And you know what? I just don't fucking care if you've got a drug problem, if you've got an alcohol problem, if whatever happened has happened. And and I 100% believe that you'll spend this money on something other than food. Because in the 21st century in New York City, I don't think you're starving on the streets. Yeah. That's fine. Just be straight with me. Yeah. I understand that it doesn't make sense. You're not going to make as much money if you're straight with me, but it pisses me off that that's the case. <laughs> you know, just please just tell me. Please. Happy holidays. <laughs> Give me money. It's Christmas. I'm on the streets. Give me money. I want to get fucking drunk. But, but you know what? You're right. Uh, they had that. That was actually a, a, a um, like a picture on Facebook. And... There was a guy that that had a, a, a homeless guy, whatever, destitute, whatever, and had a, a cardboard sign and said, "Need money? We'll use it on hookers and booze." And then, like, and that was it. And he was just holding it. I'm like, "You make a lot more money that way." If I was homeless, I'd have a sign that says, "I'm homeless. It sucks. Please give me money for beer to make it slightly better." <laughs> right. Like, oh, for a hooch. Yeah, that, he would make a lot more money. <laughs> Of just honest. dudes and teens that'd be like, this guy, okay. This guy, right. <laughs> so, so Santa kills a little uh, elf that called him a Christmas cunt. <laughs> and then it goes back to the apartment with, with, with the African-American couple and a little kid. So again, the father's there drinking. Now he's like, he's halfway through this bottle of hooch. So it's just like, okay, he's had like, you know, 
the equivalent probably at this point of a good eight shots. It's like mm. he's feeling really like mellow right now. And the wife is in the bedroom on the laptop looking up changelings because the guy on the phone told her about the changeling. That's a changeling. That's not your kid. And of course, I mean, the like, first three pages are going to be results of just the Angelina Jolie movie from like ten years ago, <laughs> right? Is that, well, that's that's the one that always kills me. The, the 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 modern day era of the horror movie trope is every time somebody mentions something ridiculous, you go online and there's just like volumes of uh, information oh yeah. on this. That's what it slightly ruins the old you know Evil Dead thing of like going and finding a dusty book. Right, 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 right. Because it's all out of line now. Yeah. It's like it's a digital age guy. You know, get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> so they show again the father at the table and the kid is creeping on the ceiling like straight out of an exorcist and you're like uh oh. And then a wife hears a sound like it's a knife being pulled. And she goes, <gasps> and she runs out <laughs> to find the father with his belt wrapped around his neck, his hand cut off, and wrapped in Christmas tree lights. That obviously very dead. Yeah, there was a, this was a really weird um, setup, and I don't know what was going on with with the actor at the time because, for whatever reason, all I could the only I didn't even see the belt around his neck. Because my eyes were transfixed. I was looking at the, the cut-off hand. Because uh-huh. I was like, oh, and it, the, cause the cut-off hand looked like a real hand. I mean, it was like... I mean, it wasn't. It was a fake hand. Oh, yeah. But it looked, it looked realistic. I'm like, okay, it looks like a realistic hand that's been cut. Well, we've already established that the budget, they had money because of the blood yeah. with the other guy. <laughs> but then his other hand, this is why I was interested. And I was like, wait a second, what? His other hand was not a real hand. The hand that's supposed to be attached to him was a mannequin hand. Like an arm. It was? You go back and look at it. I yeah. didn't even catch that. Yeah, for whatever reason. Because in my mind, I saw the cut-off hand, and then my brain's like, cut-off hand, normal hand? No. <laughs> and it was like one of those hands that's all stuck together. All the fingers are stuck together. It's like a wooden hand that was just coming out. And he's standing there like that with his cut-off hand, and then just a mannequin arm coming out of his sleeve. I have no idea why. I didn't catch that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is this guy a wooden arm or something? I don't think so. What's happened here? Yeah, he obviously didn't have a wooden arm because he grabbed the kid earlier on when he said, like, did you, like, open up all... Why'd you do that to all the presents? Because he had the kid with one hand and then he pulled his belt off and whooped him with the other hand. Yeah. So it was... So... That is weird. I did not catch yeah. that, but that is so weird. But he had, that, he definitely had the belt. Huh. Like, he got choked out with the belt. It almost looked like, what's his face, um, from NXS a little bit, you know. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. why is the belt around his neck? What the hell? David Carradine. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was another one. Yeah, yeah. Which, that's one of those things. I'm like, especially the dude from NXS. It's like, yeah. you really, it's like, one, he's world famous. Yeah. He's got money coming out his ears. And to top it all off, you know, a lot of these guys aren't. He's a really good-looking guy. Mm. A really good-looking guy. Yeah. And, I mean, I know, when, like, when NXS first came out back in whatever it was, 87, 88, with the, with the, with the what, what was the album? Uh, it was just NXS, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. The first title. Yeah. yeah. Girls were just like, look at his picture and just swoon. Because he was a good-looking guy. Michael Hutchins. Michael Hutchins, that's yeah. it. And I, and I remember reading that. I mean, it's it's horrible. It's tragic. I don't want to make light of the fun that he killed himself. But 
You could have paid somebody to like choke you and beat you off at the same time. Oh yeah. I mean, and and here's the joke: he wouldn't have had to. He could have easily yeah. just put a freaking call out, and within 24 hours, he probably would have had 30,000 men and women at his door uh-huh. offering to choke him and beat him off. Yeah. That's one of those things that I don't understand. And, and you know, and for the most part. Especially if you're, I, I don't know if he was married at the time or not. If you're a single guy, why are you doing this? I think he was with, I think he was dating Kylie Minogue at the time. Was he really? I think so. I think he was dating Kylie Minogue when he died. Yeah. And, uh, she's. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I, but I think that's one of those things. I guess if you have everything, that's when you start to do weird shit. You're right. You just have everything. Sure, 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 sure. Well, it's like that whole like Eddie Murphy thing, right? When he got uh, busted with a tranny in the car. <laughs> and he was like, oh, no, I was just giving her a ride home. I was like, okay, Eddie, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, you were. You know, but, you know, it's like, no, you thought this was a hooker. And then, like, when she went down, and you were like, uh, excuse me, sir, your shoulders are really large. Could you stop that? <laughs> so, you know, it was... Yeah, you're right. It's like when they have everything, and they've had it so many different ways of... Yeah. They just start doing just shit that they haven't done. But it's hard, it's hard to kill yourself like that, though. Like, you, you, something needs to go badly wrong, I think. Kid, well, yeah, he yeah. fell, he, like, slipped and fell, I think. Oh, he did? Okay. Which, because that's one of those things, like, with this guy in the film, like, it takes a long time to die from being, like, strangled to death. You know, I mean, if the most efficient way to do it is hanging because right. obviously your body weight does all the work. Right. But if it's a person that's doing it, if a person is having, if it's yourself or another person that's like strangling, yeah, that takes he, a lot of effort. I, I think he tied the belt to like the, the garage door frame or uh, something like that because I think he was like found in the garage. Oh, okay. No, I mean the guy in the film. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. With the wooden hand? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why would he cut off his hand though? Uh, or was his wang no, that sharp that he? That's what I mean. But I, I, I'm assuming the kid did it. But like, <sighs> I don't. You don't just die instantly. I'm just confused because it takes a while to kill someone. It takes like um, it's like, what is it? It's like three minutes for you to be, to have no air for you to die. It's uh, it's if your brain goes without oxygen for. Five, it's irreparable. You, you you die. I think after I like a, two minutes, it's like you got brain damage, that kind of stuff. I, I don't know when exactly it. I'm pretty sure it takes a really long time to kill someone. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I heard that. I remember hearing that on. Uh, it was a stage fighting guy that said that to me. He was like, you know, when people strangle, you know, it's always a crime of passion because yeah. to strangle someone, you know, it takes a lot of. And you have to really, unless you like break the And it's a very personal thing, right, to, right, right. To like suffocate someone yourself, it takes a really long time mm-hmm. because then you, yeah, unless you 100% have nowhere for like, I think it's like three minutes, they're, they're going to keep fighting. And of course, with every time they get a little bit of air, that's more air. It takes a really long time to kill someone. That, like that's that. why when they ever show, um, if you talk to chiropractors, when they talk about people like in the, in the action movies, they grab a guy's head and just snap it and break the neck and... Yeah. is like, no. <laughs> and even like UFC guys, somebody was saying like, oh, you punch him in the throat. I don't remember this was like on a radio show and one of the UFC guys was there. He's like, well, that won't matter. And the DJ was like, what? He's like, if you get punched in the throat, he said, and the guy said, you'd be amazed how many guys could get punched in the throat and they won't even bat an eyelid at it. Yeah. 
you know, because they work out all the time, their mu necks are muscular, you know, they're doing the wrestling, the jiu-jitsu, they build up so much muscle there, unless, like you said, you break the, 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 the larynx or something, and mm. even then you might not kill him, you just might make his life really uncomfortable, so like... Yeah, these things are a lot harder than, than people yeah. think they are, yeah. But my only point for the, for the sake of this film is okay. just I feel like she would have heard more of a struggle for a longer period of time. But he's a changeling. Like, my guess is he's imbued with superhuman strength. Yeah. That's what I'm guessing. Well, why is he waiting all this fucking time? Why hasn't he just killed them immediately? Why has he got a sense of, like, well, stoic kind of well, anticipation? Well, no, no, but that was the, that was the thing that was... That was see, the, you missed the hint in, in the webpage. Oh. They look for a perfect family to spend some time with. Oh. And that's why the father had to get punished because he was obviously not a good dad. Uh, that's what happened there. Christmas horror story, my friend. And, and what I don't like about that is they said it was a Scottish myth, which makes me weird. Like, all these things come from somewhere real. And I have this sad image of, like, you know, two, three hundred years ago, this Scottish family just killing a kid because they're convinced that this kid is not their kid anymore. <laughs> a changeling. Get out of my house, you fucking changeling, you! <laughs> You're like, a changeling cunt! It's just puberty, I swear, that's all it is! I swear it's all it is, daddy! You aren't my fucking little boy anymore, you changeling! But daddy, I swear I was just wanking in the stall! That's all it was! <laughs> Off into the woods with you and the rest of the changelings! No, father, I swear! I just wanted to see if the sheep could take my willy! <laughs> I feel like that's some Scottish dude killed his kid and they're like, What are you doing over there? What happened? Why'd you kill the There's a changeling? He's like, Oh, it's changeling. I'm like, Oh, oh, oh he was? Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's the second one this, the, the, today. Good riddance. Good riddance, we fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the scene from Highlander. <laughs> no, burn him! Can you walk? I can bloody well walk out of here. <laughs> I won't forget you, Angus. <laughs> So, yeah. well, I mean, that's the American Horror Story, my friend. Yeah. So, before we get to our final conclusion on the American Horror Story, let's review our food and drinks, shall we? Yeah. So, like we said, we, uh, the eatery we went to was the Farmhouse Cafe in, uh, on 15 East Madison Avenue in Crestkill, New Jersey. You had the Cowboy Burger, and I had the House Turkey Roasted Club Sandwich. What did you think of your cowboy burger, sir? Very good. It yeah. was. Um, I was very shocked and surprised at the size of it. It was. It, I opened it up and it was literally like every burger you see in, in a commercial. commercial. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you showed it to me. Commercial. It was, it was massive. Yes. Was like, there was like a shiny red tomato coming out. And yep. The lettuce. It looked exactly like you would want a burger. Nice and look. fresh, actually looking. Yeah. It, it was. It was a very good burger. It was yes. very. Um, and that was with cheddar cheese, bacon, barbecue sauce, and fried onions. Yes. Yes, really good. You okay, know? and I feel bad. And you, and you had the sweet potato fries. Uh, yeah, the sweet potato fries are very nice as well. Okay. Um, it was it was good. I recommend it again. I've said it before. It's kind of better than it needs to be. Really, I mean, in the world of burgers and fries, why would you <laughs> bother making something so good with that much meat in it for starters? I'm like, because unfortunately, as as good as it was, as far as like, wow, this is what I think. I this is like everything I ever thought I wanted in a burger, but. If I if I had the choice in the future of having that or like Five Guys, I'd probably have Five Guys, right. just because like it's just so ingrained all the crap and everything that they put in it yeah. that it's it's almost like you don't need to actually have a burger that good. You don't need to like actually have great like good meat because who cares? It's a burger, you know. But you know what? Good for them. I I really I yeah. really appreciate places like this that 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 you know 
that stick to their guns with how they want the food. Oh, definitely. To, you know, I'm not gonna feel that. I'll, I might as well have eaten, you know, just a steak or something. I'm just right. not gonna. I'm not gonna feel oh, bad later on today. I'm yeah, not gonna yeah, regret yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So what what grade do you give it? Uh, I give the it uh, four point one out of five. Oh, nice. Very, very yeah. good. Very good. Um, yeah, I had the house roasted turkey club sandwich. Obviously, turkey, bacon, um, Granny Smith apple, brie cheese, tarragon mayo on multi-grain toast and it was really quite fantastic mm. club sandwich is always nice because you know it had the greens also and, and, and the tomatoes but club sandwich is always nice uh, I, i'm a bit of a texture guy also with my foods so you know the fact that you get like the nice like you get the apple and you get the nice gooey cheese and then you got the really crispy bacon and the soft bread and it all just kind of goes together really well um it was well the flavor was just fantastic and I mean, how wrong do you go with putting brie cheese with bacon and turkey and apples? Can you really screw that up? And then tarragon mayo, like you said. Why Why the fancy? It could have been regular mayo. I wouldn't yeah. care. Yeah, but tarragon, okay, let's make it extra tasty. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd, give that, I'd give that club sandwich a, a 4.0 out of 5. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. I would definitely go back there again. Mm, no, it was good. Yeah. They had a big menu as well, lots of... It wasn't just bugs and sandwiches. There was lots of like you know the interesting kind of sounding things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has a it has a the downstairs area. It has like a pickup uh, area, and then it has like some benches and stuff. And then they have an upstairs dining area. This the one in Creskill at least. And I think it might. I don't know if it's a BYOB because I didn't see them selling uh, 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 alcohol there. So it might be a BYOB, which would be a nice thing to you know mm. grab a couple of bottles of or a couple of cans of two in one ton and whatever and. Go there and have a dinner or lunch or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I enjoyed that. And speaking of which, two one ton. What do you think, my friend? I really like this. Okay, it's very nice, especially when you consider. I mean, I like this in general anyway. I, I, I can drink this regardless of the season. Um, it was, it was, it was very easy. But I think when you consider that, you know, with it being the holiday themed, as well. And I've had a couple of beers so far this season that have been holiday themed. Yes, I haven't been as good. Um, <laughs> uh, but this, so this, this is so far. This is my favorite this year of of a holiday-ish themed a holiday ish themed a holiday themed beer. Okay, yeah, because it's light and it wasn't too you know, it wasn't too stupid as far as like oh, it's taste of elderberries and right, 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 yeah, right, right. whatever. It it was pretty subtle to start off with. I can it just tasted like stout, and then as I got towards the end, as I anticipated it would. Which is probably not for everyone. It's just me and my weird palate. I could really taste it, and, and it was nice. And I said, I'm not a huge gingerbread fan, but I can taste the gingerbread element in there, and it's uh-huh. it's enjoyable. I like it. Okay. And again, it's it was pretty light considering. Yes, you know, I mean, it's a yeah, big eight, can is eight point three. Eight point three percent. No, no, no. It it felt like a it it felt like a pilsner drinking it. I mean, yeah. it's really light. Wh- whoever's working on these things really make them. And I don't know. If, if you can attribute that to the water, to the filtration, however they're doing it. But I mean, the last few stouts that we've had, and we've mm. actually, I think, three shows in a row, we've had nothing but stouts, really. Yeah. But they've all been light. Mm. It's like, yeah, I can drink three or four of these, you know, without batting an eyelid. I actually introduced uh, Torsten to the Black Ops, mm. and he really liked mm. the Black Ops, too. Oh, yeah. Which is just fantastic. Yeah. So, um, so what's, what's your grade on this guy? Um, I give this a. Uh... Ooh, this uh, four point two out of five. Four point two out of five. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I I thought again uh, this was a light beer, easy to drink. Um, 
I can taste the coffee. Um, I could taste the sweetness of the gingerbread. And like I said, it tasted like a cookie. Mm. Now, because I'm not that keen on sweet stuff, though, mm. I think I wouldn't have too many of these. In terms of having one or two beers, this is great. And, I mean, honestly, at 8.3, do you really want to have more than one or two? Unless you're, like, partying, like, all night. But if you got to go somewhere, no, you really don't. But, um, I overall, I think it's... I, I give this one a 3.9. I think it's a, it's just a solid beer. Hmm. 3.9 out of 5. So, yeah. 2-1 Departed Souls and 2-Ton Brewing. Very nice. Like I said, I, I think... I forget it. I remember telling you that you should try it because it was really good. And I think the guys at the elementary uh, partnered with uh, Two Ton. Mm. It was last winter, and it was a, it was a like a it might have been called Winter Stout or something like that. I'm going to look up Two Ton now, see what their deal is. Cause yeah, it's curious. They seem to. I wonder. Like I said if they do have their own. No, I think I think they partner with the various uh, uh, breweries. Uh, is what they do. And I remember thinking if that was a really, really good beer that they did. Snow Boots, that's what it was called. Oh, yes. I remember that. I remember you saying, um, oh, they had their own Kickstarter recently. Okay. Yeah. Collaboration with Two Ton Brewing, Snow Boots. And on unta- that was a 9% ABV. And on Untapped, they get a 3.9 out of... But that was also a very nice uh, a stout with our friends from the elementary. But uh, yeah, I thought uh, solid beer. Yeah. I mean, again, uh, this one, going back to that, if that's all they have over the party, I'd be okay with it. I don't think I'd drink more than two or three of them, but I'd be okay with it. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very nice. Okay. It's, so, they must not, Kickstarter must not be allowed to give away uh, beer. As like a reward, that must be like a legal thing. You can't give away beer to someone because uh, for a brewing company, Kickstarter, you know, there's rewards for sure, sure, sure. No point in any of the rewards is anything. No beer. No, is. probably because you have to get also because even you can't. For example, uh, like Total Wine, our our favored uh, big liquor distributor here. Yeah, you can't. Let's say go to them and order something online and ship it to New York. You can ship it to New Jersey somewhere because they're in New Jersey. There are all these like from state to state things, so you really have to go. There are a few places online that'll do that, but they generally charge. Bless you. They generally charge a lot more because they have to get all these licenses, and they probably have you know they have to have a license from the ATF to ship booze across state lines. Blah blah blah, all that stuff. So. They have a lot of very nice looking beer from their website. Yeah. Yeah, they have, a lot of, they have a nice bar. They've got the ten percent ale. There's a um, a Hefeweizen that looks nice, very cloudy. Oh yes, that's yeah, that's very typical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they have a Kolsch. Ooh, and a, a Belgian winter ale. Oh, that'd be interesting. I, oh, nice well. yeah, because I, I just yeah. had I just had the other day um, Sierra Nevada, and I actually said a nice job, nice job done on on the Twitter page. Um, Wintertide Ale, which is like a spiced ale, and it was oh, yeah? very nice. I'm a big fan of Sierra Nevada. I like that. Yeah, one. if 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 you like the the you know the seasoned beers, mm-hmm. like the spiced beers, I would suggest you get that because that was very very tasty. They're I, from Linden. They do have their own brewery. 
They do. But it's not open to the public. Ah. Um, it's in Linden, so it's a pretty small one. Yeah, on yeah. Oh, so they probably just like brew here and there and then just go to places that have already distributing stuff in. Well, good job, lads at Two-Ton and uh, Departed Souls. Thank yeah. you for that tasty beer. Yeah. And so, to close off the episode, my friend, what do you think is happening in the Christmas Horror Story? <laughs> even though it's fairly cut and dry because we even spoke the language that they were I think it's... Speaking. Ca- well, I, the Changeling, that's a Scottish cover-up. <laughs> for starters. <laughs> that's a Scottish cover-up. Um, so that people can just get away with their kids. Just, you know, just... Is that, that. that was... <laughs> that's, that's a Scottish So, wait cover-up. a minute. Sorry. Same as and, and in the woods say, with the so father. Roy Moore is moving to Scotland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the plan. And the father, the father in the woods. That's the same deal. Like, because he wasn't really in pain. That was a setup. That's a. Oh no, I'm really hurt. Let's get <laughs> this kid point. out. Of the way. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a way to get his kid out. Yeah. Roy Moore's in the bushes with a chain. Pulls the kid in. He's got the kid. Somewhere. He would have gone for the girl though. Um. Well, that's true. I guess. Well, maybe it's bait. Ah, he knew that he'd come, yeah, yeah. come after right. that way. That's true. This is true. Um, so that yeah, that was that. I guess the Santa Claus. I mean, that's just Santa Claus. That's an excuse for him to just torture porn on his elves. <laughs> he's just he's just wanting to beat down on some of his uh, employees. There, just call him Walmart Santa. <laughs> and, okay. Uh, and then who? What where else was left? Oh, and the um, and then the the teenagers. So that's just. Uh, I mean, who fucking cares, basically? <laughs> who cares what they're doing? <laughs> just, nice. just, just a bunch of, I, my hope is whenever I see a bunch of teenagers fucking around in a, like a deserted building, that it's just it's structurally unsound and it's just going to cave in and they're all just going to die right at the end. <laughs> right when they're about to like leave, it just goes... <laughs> and, like, and then oh. someone comes out and they're like, that is where the fucking building was condemned in the first place, you fucking idiots. <laughs> Stupid teenagers. If only that happened. There's in no XR. ghosts. It's fucking structurally unsound. <laughs> 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 if only that yeah. happened in Exeter. Yeah. <laughs> so your conclusion is then the changeling is a Scottish cover up and the rest is just. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. But it's a Shatner fever dream, perhaps. You know what? <laughs> That's as good an explanation as any you'll get. Yeah. Yeah, because. Yeah, I, I think I think honestly what's going on here with the Christmas horror story is once again somebody had entirely too much money to spend <laughs> and just decided to throw in a couple of mm-hmm. big names. I mean, God bless Shatner for still like taking on roles because like we said, he's eighty six, but he's looked the same since he's been on Ally <laughs> McBeal. I mean, and that yeah. was like twenty years ago. Yeah, he's he's uh he's running on something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, okay, that makes you wonder. I wonder nah, he'd be skinny then. I was gonna say what if Shatner's on meth? But <laughs> he would space meth. He wouldn't be quite quite the uh bratwurst that I'd he is. I don't believe it if he came out and someone asked him that and he said that, you know, Star Trek was a cover up for <laughs> Actually, he really did go to some planets and cut a deal and drank from the Ambrosia Lake of whatever. And I, that makes I perfect sense it. because you know who's his son then? Tommy was so. Ah, uh, there you go. And then he came down to Earth to find his father. That's a film I'd see. Tommy was and William Shatner. Oh my god! 
Yeah, in a heartbeat. In a Quentin Tarantino Star Trek movie. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau as the alien leader in the Quentin Tarantino Star Trek movie. And it's a documentary. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very good. Alright then, folks. Thanks very much for listening. That was episode 26. Uh, go ahead and frequent some of these places we go to and pick up some of these beers that we enjoy because we think you'll like them too. And uh, have a nice one. We'll see you next time. Yep. Bye.